Fashion Insider friends, what is up? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes, I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. What's up, everybody? This is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and as always, the only Holly you need to know. This is a very important week. This is the countdown on like Donkey Kong to my 50th birthday. What are you saying right now? So we are talking about fabulous things that make turning 50 fabulous. And we are starting this week with a very special lady couple that I have been working with. I love them so much. Monica and Nikki have joined us today on the show, but before we get to them and the juiciness, I just wanted you guys to know that flying off the printing press at Amazon Books is Stop Making These Fashion Mistakes by yours truly. Is your image holding you back? This captivating and quick style guide, with that, you can instantly break the cycle of feeling like you look just okay and good enough to feeling proportionate, empowered, and self-confident. It describes in detail the top fashion mistakes and style mistakes that people make without even knowing it. While learning these short style principles, you're soon going to understand why keeping your closet out of chaos, wearing the correct fitting undergarments, Dressing according to your lifestyle, age, and body type can do nothing but evolve your personal style. Getting dressed is something that should add joy and confidence to your everyday life, not bring you down. You too can have complete control over the message you're sending to the world by using style as a tool to get ahead in life. Not every day is going to be a home run. I know that. But you do have the option to opt in and dress in a way that makes you feel like authentically you. This book is the first step in your style evolution to get unstuck. I cannot think of a better way to make your outside match your inside with stop making these fashion mistakes. Get your copy now on Amazon.com. Just type in Holly Cat's book or stop making these fashion mistakes and it will come up for you. I am so grateful to everyone who has bought the book and shared it thus far. We've gotten some great people who have really shared their videos and their experience with the book. I love it. But again, we have a special lady couple guest. I flew all the way to Naperville, Indiana. Never clue, no clue on where that was, but it's outside of Chicago. Quote, Chicagoland is what I was corrected by. Damn it. Welcome, Monica and Nikki, to the show. Welcome, guys. Hi, Holly. Hi, Holly. Y'all, just a little background. My friend, Catherine, who I love and adore, she said, I have a client who I think would be a perfect fit for you. Her name is Nikki. We met, we talked, we fell in love. 
And I said, I really just need to come up there. So as I entered your house, Nikki, what was going through your mind? Wow. Uh, just how awesome of an experience that this was going to be. Uh, I was nervous, um, just making myself just very vulnerable and raw. And I think the reality set in of, oh my goodness, like I'm actually doing this. I'm going to be throwing out my wardrobe and getting all new clothes. <laughs> so it was a very raw moment. <laughs> and Monica, sum up your style and Nikki's style together. Tell us what, what your go-tos are. Um, well, as Nikki would have described it, comfy cozy. <laughs> okay, right on. <laughs> yeah. You know, just I think, you know, once COVID hit, I never got out of the yoga pants and the big sweatshirts. I've always been a big advocate for Crocs. Right, right. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Glides, gym shoes, you know, I've only worn my hair two ways, down or up. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you just don't really take a lot of pride. Like, we just were just comfy, cozy. Like, oh, we're just going to the grocery store. What does it matter what we look like? Right, right, right. So when I went upstairs, Fashion Besties, just so you know, the, the first thing I do is I evaluate their space. And their house is really adorable, beautiful, wonderful location, location, location in downtown Wheaton, Illinois, and right outside of Chicago. But their house was built in the 1930s. So Nikki, tell us a little bit about your house and why you guys are where you are. Sure. Yeah. So the house had a lot of character. However, again, like you said, it's all about location for us. The house itself doesn't have a lot of room for storage, but we're making it work um, because of the location, you know, close to the elementary school for the kids. They can literally walk down the block to get to school and between, you know, because I own my own business, too. So between the um, the three locations, this is just a great location. Great location. Sacrificing Mm -hmm closet space, which we have rectified. So their closets are very narrow. Anyone who has a house older than the eighties, right. Then the closet space are super, are super, super narrow. So we had to really make do with that. But when I sat them down at the table and I started super nanny in their ass, what happened was Monica said, I'm starting to sweat and tell us, Monica, why were you sweating? it's, you know, it's a, it's a real vulnerable experience. Like you're really, truly just exposing all of your like weaknesses, your insecurities. Like there's a lot of times I go out and I look actually almost every single day I get up and I look in the mirror and I'm like, but I still got to keep going on with the day. And it's like when I'm really, truly being vulnerable and exposing like my insecurities of what I feel with fashion, Mm -hmm. you, you face judgment and you get scared. So I was getting anxiety. I was sweating. I was scared. And I was literally, you know, just being growing up as a tomboy. I was just, it was just a very scary experience. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was when I sat them down at the table, even though I was really there for Nikki, I asked Monica to join us because, you know, obviously they're together and they weren't sharing clothes or anything, but, you know, the closet space was such a challenge to figure out who's going to put what where. However, when I walked into their room, they had this dresser that was like whatever you can imagine, you know, you would get at a garage sale. It was like a super tiny child's dresser. The drawers were falling apart and it was just super small. And I said, whose dresser is that? And they started cracking up. And I said, it's not going to exist in this house anymore. And Monica's like, fuck yeah, let's burn it. Let's take it out. 
let's take it out to the curb and let's let's torch it. And I was like, oh no, I'm gonna make an axe to it. What was so interesting about that is that I said, you guys are gonna get a grown-up dresser. And <laughs> it took about three minutes and 30 seconds. Hey Monica, you like this? Yeah, I like this. Is this the right price? Yeah, let's get this color. Okay, perfect. Click, ship, done, deliver. Like I when we closed the the computer, I just said that took 30 seconds. What had stopped you guys from, I would say, taking that leap? You know, honestly, Holly, I think we've just grown up in both modest families, hardworking families, families that like, as kids, like, honestly, we were never spoiled. We were taught to be just grateful for what we have. So we always, you know, we appreciated the fact that we had a dresser. And I know that sounds really cliche, but like, it's so true. And even like, Nikki, like when you you said that she got that dresser from a garage sale, she actually got it from a garage sale. And she's like, look at this, this dresser. Somebody, somebody should want this dresser. So she kind of like did that through her independence and probably watching a lot of HGTV was like, I'm going to sand it. I'm going to finish it. And I'm going to do this, the show I can put this dresser together. So I think it just kind of had to do with like the fact that sometimes we feel like, or, you know, we've grown up where we don't feel like we deserve nice things sometimes. And I think that's like the true, raw, honest truth that we just, I don't, I mean, I don't know what that means about our self-esteem, but sometimes we feel like we don't deserve nice things. So that my friends to anyone, and thank you so much to Monica and Nikki for being the example for so many women out there. It is a fashion crime to think that wherever you are in your life, that you don't deserve nice stuff. And and what I mean is in your budget. I don't mean that you should ball out. I don't mean that you should live above your means. But what I do mean is that you should have furniture and things that reflect who you are and the amount of money you're making. You guys have very well-paying corporate jobs, okay? You guys are not working on one income. You're not, you're, sorry, you're not living on one income. You can have nice things. And so I was kind of the person to come in and light the fire. And it just took zero time to convince y'all that that was the first step in get, creating more space where there wasn't any, right? So Nikki, when I started to take your clothes out. We started to evaluate where you were in your wardrobe. Tell us about how you had said you had gotten rid of a lot of things when you guys moved into this house. Tell us the uh, sort of the evolution of how you pared down and you thought, you, you know, less was more. Can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. So I think that I had been um, anticipating this moment before I even knew that it was going to happen um, because I have been trying to you know, at, at this stage of my life, uh, kind of re-identify myself. Um, so my idea when we were moving into this new house was to really kind of start over. You know, granted, I knew that I still needed to leave myself with some clothes, but I had wanted this moment to happen for myself for quite some time now. And I just, I guess I just needed to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> when I went through Nikki's clothes, everything that I touched, she's like, get rid of that, get rid of that, get rid of that, get rid of that. She did not like anything. Most of the time I'm usually fighting with people, like wrestling them to the ground. Oh, I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that. I'm not getting rid of that. Nikki was so like, take it away, take it away, take it away. Cause 
And I'm, I'm asking you, did it represent sort of your old life? Maybe do you think? It did. So yeah, so going through, you know, just a different period of time of, you know, being married before. So actually, a lot of those clothes um, were from when I was married, um, divorced now, and in this, you know, new wonderful relationship. Um, But so yeah, so I think it was uh, kind of that symbolization of I was just ready to um, start fresh and start over. I see. I as we were going through Nikki's clothes, unfortunately, some of Monica's clothes had ended up in Nikki's clothes. (laughs) <laughs> so, so we started just putting, making a pile. She was like, that's Monica's, that's Monica's, whatever. And so I started putting Monica's clothes over to the side. And so I walked in Monica's closet and I was like, huh. And I'm silently judging and I'm looking around and, you know, whatever. And she comes up store. She's like, why is my closet door open? What is going on here? I don't understand. Why is my stuff over here? I said, this is all the stuff that had ended up in Nikki's wardrobe. And so Monica was like, well, hold on. This is a good shirt. Well, hold on. This is a good shirt. And so we sort of schooled Monica a little bit as far as, hey, this is what I'm envisioning for your closet. So she really kind of started drinking the Kool-Aid. And Monica, you had talked about removing some clothes after I left. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I ended up throwing like three bags of clothes away and or donating or don't sorry, donating. So giving away three bags of clothes. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I've realized with myself is that um, and, you know, God bless my father um, was passed, but he's a he was a real sentimental guy and he passed it on to his children. And so for me, I have a hard time getting rid of clothes because of the sentimental value that comes with clothes. Mm. So whether it's like, you know, I know Nikki said she threw away a, a Yankees or gave away a pair of Yankee sweatpants. And I'm like, but I bought that for you on this date at this time. How could you just give that away? Or like, you know, you look at a T-shirt or a sweatshirt. I'm like, oh, I wore this three years ago and it always looks so cute on me. Maybe it'll fit me again and someday. And those, the, the, the what ifs, all that stuff, and it makes you hold on to these clothes and it doesn't leave room for new stuff to come through or the new you or the new body shape you are because you're holding on to all these old clothes of what once was you or how good you felt when you wore that. Or maybe I mean, Nikki's third date, I remember wearing this shirt and feeling so good. So I'm just going to hold on to that shirt too. And it's like, I'm, I'm not that same person I was three years ago or five years ago or eight years ago. I'm a different person with a different body shape and I'm not allowing for new clothes to come in. So I think that was one of the reasons why I gave away those three bags of clothes was because, man, I, I'm a new person. I'm 40. I just turned 40 this year. Let's, let's rock and roll. Let's show the world, you know, who I am and make me feel more confident in my new style and who I am. Monica, I think that is so powerful what you said. And we're going to get to that right when we come back. Altuzara, Neiman's, Bloomingdale's, and the list goes on and on. It's possible to save money on these luxury brands and many more. Here's the secret. Shop with Rakuten to get the best deals on the designers you love. You can get cash back at over 4,000 stores, so you can save on the occasional splurge on those fabulous designer finds. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because you can stack holiday sales on top of cash back to maximize your savings. Since you're already shopping, why not get some cash back? You can shop through Rakuten for everyone on your gift list this holiday season. 
Earn cash back on clothing and shoes for your favorite style guru, toys and games, electronics and home essentials for the ultimate host or hostess in your life. Rakuten is free to join and easy to use. So get started at Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Okay, we're back. And Monica, you were talking about how when you keep the old, it doesn't leave room for the new. I can tell you 90% of people that are listening to this podcast can resonate with that. And what happens is you have two people, Nikki, who's like, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it, because she's over it. She's done. She wants that new. And then we have someone who is the polar opposite who is like, but that happened. But this is what I felt so good in. But when I was a size X, I wore that and I spent a lot of money for that. Or maybe I could give that to my daughter or maybe... It's just when you're hanging on like that, you're cock blocking yourself, unfortunately. And the same way that you know where everything is in in your kitchen, you know where the silverware is, you know where the pots are, you know where stuff is in your refrigerator. The way that it's just you cannot let this part of your life just willy nilly. And it's so far beyond just Monica's closet or Nikki's closet we had a laundry issue. So Nikki, can you please tell us about the laundry monster and what happened when we went in the basement? Sure. So it's in the basement. That's part of the problem. So we have to walk our laundry all the way from upstairs to downstairs, two flights of stairs. Um, so it's a, it's a lot of work. Also the washer dryer, uh, because we got this new house, the, you know, it's under warranty. So the dryer actually has started to not work. So we are ending up having to dry our clothes probably five cycles in the dryer to get the stuff to dry. So it's just it just piles of laundry um, everywhere that we can't keep up with. And again, this is such a common problem. Is it that Monica and Nikki are not capable of picking out their own clothes? Of course not. That is not the issue. But it starts with the laundry and the care and maintenance of your wardrobe because they're up to flight you know their house is older fine because they got to schlep downstairs it's a pain in the ass nobody wants to do it it piles up their kids are wearing things one time and putting it in the dirty clothes it's (laughs) it's all of the systems that are sort of going haywire that we have to bring it back to the basics in our meeting i said Who is going to do the laundry? They have a cleaning lady. Why isn't the cleaning lady doing the laundry? That was step number one. They said, huh, we never thought about that. So lo and behold, they asked their cleaning lady. She was like, sure, I'll do it. Done. Even that one day when she's there, that is going to get them 50% further than just the shit laying down there waiting for it to be done, right? And so if they, and I even said, if y'all have a schedule like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's when the laundry's done. And then, you know, they're trying to introduce their kids to help do it. Like if y'all make it a family project, I know it's a lot easier said than done. Don't get mad at me, but that's how you start. And by just by having the clean person do it, that one day is going to set y'all so far ahead. It's not going to be a big deal just to throw a load in. And when y'all are making dinner, somebody's going to go downstairs and just throw a load in. And then it's just going to be natural and it's going to be habit. And it doesn't help that their laundry wash machine is very small in order for it to get down the stairs. So that's another challenge that they're having, but they're getting a hold on it. And that 
is the key is that now they have seen the problem. Now they can rectify it. When the clothes are clean, they're folded back upstairs, back into their perspective places. And then now your clothes can present themselves to you. And that was the major issue that they were having. Okay. We've identified the problem, storage, laundry. We took Nikki shopping. She was a star student. I don't want to harp about that because everything I showed her, she loved. Duh. I'm just saying. So we got a lot of bang for our buck. We took Nikki and Monica both to get professional bra fittings. Monica, we'll start with you. (laughs) Tell us what you were wearing before and tell us the difference and tell us, I want to hear the whole experience, how you felt about it. All right. Well, first of all, I always knew bra fitting exists, but I thought it was more of a wealthy thing or I felt it was this magical land or you know, I always thought it was one of those things where it's like, man, someone's going to see my boobies. Like, I don't want that to happen either. Like, it's such like, it's one of those things as women that like, I just was like, I know it's a thing. People love it. But can I really do this? Like, could I stand there and show my boobs and let a woman pack my boobs into a bra? Like, you know, like, do I have to go Victoria's Secret or like, there's these boutiques, but like, what, what is this like? You know, so I think it's kind of like the fear of the unknown when it comes to <laughs> bra fittings. But, you know, I, I watched your disgust and your disdain and, you know, your, <laughs> your voice and your your face. And <laughs> I knew that I'm like, well, I guess I got to do this. <laughs> no, no. The yeah. correct word was you're here for Nikki. Why am I roped into this shit? I did say that, you know, quite a few times this week is <laughs> the weekend you came in. Even though I secretly adored you and I thought you were amazing and a badass, oh, but, like, <laughs> but but man, you made <laughs> you gave me a lot of trauma. I <laughs> did, I did, and so so yeah. So we we went to this boutique. It wasn't just a Victoria's Secret or it was a small business boutique. Let's give her a plug. Bear Moxie, Bear Moxie in, in Geneva, Illinois. Woo woo! Yeah, and Sonia uh, was super fantastic, fabulous. So before. Yeah, before going in there, um, you know, again, going back to being a tomboy and athlete my whole entire life and not really understanding how how much boobs do for a woman, I just always kind of just wore sports bras. <laughs> I was just, you know, 2020 hit. I got to go to the store. Let me throw a sports bra in. So, yeah, and I wasn't investing in myself. And I remember, Holly, you asked me, you know, why wouldn't you buy a good bra? And I said, it didn't make sense to spend 80 or $90 on a bra. I go, I'll just grab this one for 20 until, you know, Bear Moxie and yourself explain the value and how often we wear bras and how important it is. So I did it. I went in there and I went into the little room and I let her tell me what size I was. And I was pretty impressed with myself. <laughs> and she talked, you know, she talked all the, the boob in there. She explained it. She did the lift. We tried different sizes. And I will tell you, my my back feels incredible. I feel like I have like 10,000 times more confidence. It made me look slimmer in the mirror as we lifted the girls up. It was truly experience. And like, I remember going to my, my, I have a best friend text message thread. And the first thing I said was bra fittings life-changing mm-hmm. and they've always said you know all I want to do is oh, I've always wanted to get one it's like it doesn't cost any money like 
just but you got to like support the business they'll they'll fit you you're basically just buying the bra though correct spend the money on a good bra and i think people think that it's it's like you know doctor's appointments and you know there you do the bra fittings and dentists and all that stuff people feel like there's much more of a catch that comes with it but i feel this is almost kind of like a health you know thing to do too you know get a good bra amen sister okay amen i'm so happy that you're drinking the kool-aid nikki i want to get to your experience i want you to tell me you knew we were going to do this so go for it yeah i know so i knew that we were going to do this i was on board with it as well um you know i had actually have not bought a new bra even sports bra for i can't even tell you it's probably been well over a few months a year even so i was just wearing around just a you know a very cheap uh, sports bra not feeling good i also kind of uh recognized too that i had some uh side boob going on that i did not like when i was uh going to teach uh yoga mm-hmm. um as an instructor so i kind of saw that and that was kind of an alarming thing for me of oh wow i've got to get this under control um especially being the professional businesswoman that I am. Um, so I knew that this was something very important for me to do. Again, I had never had this experience before in my life. Um, it's kind of, again, another one of those things where, you know, the unknown, but I'm so happy that I did it. It was not uncomfortable in any way. Um, Sonia was an amazing woman to be working with me. You feel very comfortable. Um, and yeah, so ended up getting, you know, all the support that I needed bra wise, but then also um, the correct sports bras too. So which were make, and I just feel, I feel different, more confident day to day when I go into work and business meetings and, you know, some of those different sessions that I do. And Nikki, I know you got an, an entire new wardrobe. So you're, we did not buy Monica any clothes. We just sort of let her, we tagged her along for the bra fitting. Cause I haven't, um, the Holly train hasn't steamrolled over Monica yet, but that's coming. So we just focused on Nikki, but Nikki, with your new clothes and what you've been wearing, please tell the fashion besties um, some of the compliments that you've been getting all week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So many great compliments. And it was kind of fun um, because I didn't necessarily share that I had had this experience over the weekend. So I kind of showed up to my business meetings and my team, my staff uh, with just you know a new wardrobe. And actually we also did uh, when Holly was here, we did um, the makeup co- makeup counter too. So um, had new makeup. So I just, I had, just like Holly had said that, you know, people would kind of start to notice. And so I was turning heads. I actually had somebody ask me if I had Botox over the weekend. They couldn't quite <laughs> figure. <laughs> and she was kind of like pulling at my face. She's like, what did you do? And she's like, oh, those shoes, where did you get those? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I didn't really share yet, but then after a couple of days, of them seeing, you know, me consistently kind of walking in with a uh, new wardrobe uh, makeup, I started to share with the team and they uh, think and friends and they think it's just an- amazing. They're so happy that I was able to do this, that we were able to do this. Um, my goodness, even walking into, you know, different restaurants for business meetings, I've had, you know, individuals just, I must be walking around with more confidence that I have people like running to, you know, grab open the door for me. Um, and it's just been truly a life changing experience. I even see Monica, honestly, in our relationship, um, making sure that, you know, with the clothes that she still does have left, um, trying to put something nice on. So, you know, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like everybody try. around me, <laughs> try being the keyword. <laughs> I think everybody around me is, uh, 
inspired to, you know, kind of level up in the same in the same way that I am doing right now, too. So it's been a super cool experience. First of all, I'm not surprised. Duh. <laughs> Number two, <clears throat> when people see you the same way all the time and then you come in looking totally different, you just have on different clothes. You might have a little bit more makeup, but your energy is different. Yes. And when your energy is different, then you feel different. And when you feel different, then you do different. Then people look at you differently. They treat you differently. They talk to you differently. And I think that's what you guys are starting to understand. And this is such a perfect age for you guys. At 40, you are a grown professional women with a family. Like you guys come first. It just, it is. And Monica, love her so much. Every time I start talking about Monica, she starts, you know, talking to Monica, she starts talking about her kids. That's what women do. Women put everybody in front of themselves except for them. They will jump off a cliff, take a bullet, whatever for their kids. But for them, that's a different story. It's uncomfortable. And so because it's uncomfortable, it's easier just not to do it. And it doesn't mean you're bad or you're good or you're fat or you're skinny or you're rich or poor. It's really not about that. It's about you showing up for you. And both of you guys have done that. And even though I haven't, we haven't shot for clothes for Monica yet, we're getting there. I'm just so proud of you guys. I thoroughly, when we had to say goodbye, look, y'all, I made them go out with me. We went out to dinner. We had drinks. They, you know, the the more they got to know me, the more they opened up. Obviously, they had never met me before. So, you know, we really spent a close 72 hours together and they took it like champs. They took it, my insults, my, you know, yelling at them telling them to level up, telling them this is what grown women do. Grown women have, you know, good bras and this and that and all these other things. They just wanted to learn more. They just wanted to learn more. What else? And if no one has ever shown you, it is not your fault. It just isn't. Yeah. So I want everyone listening who can resonate with them, understand you've never had a bra fitting that's okay. The time is now. You know your best friend. She's never had a bra fitting. Get your ass over there and take her for a bra fitting because it just makes you feel differently. And I want to thank you guys so much for your trust in me and letting me steamroll you guys and let me boss y'all around. And when I left, it was a little sad. I'm not going to lie. It was a little sad. So... (laughs) Monica, you did say that you missed me. Did I hear that correctly? Yes. So last night I was even with Nikki and we were having dinner and I looked at you've been gone for about a week now. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Nikki and I'm like, I miss Holly. <laughs> you know, it's just, good. <laughs> you just have a very elegant way of telling somebody that the wardrobe sucks. <laughs> but then you have a very awesome way of being like explaining what could be. And so yes. people just take the chance to like trust you and you know appreciate the feedback you're giving them you could have a whole new life i'm still missing a certain little shoe in my old life that oh yeah <laughs> i threw ray 
(laughs) we were so we went to her like coat closet and everyone because they live in a cold climate and this is i'm sticking up for you guys all of their shoe a lot of their shoes were in the the downstairs closet and so once we rectified that then they said there's no room there's no room there's no room which is understandable because it's fucking jam-packed with everyone in the house and all their shit so once we started cleaning some of that out, I said, whose Crocs are these? And Monica's like, oh, they're mine. I was like, mm, next. Put them in the garbage bag. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And she was not happy about it <laughs> at all. But let's just say she let him go. She gave them a good American salute and she let him go. And that takes guts, my friends. Okay. That takes guts. It takes power. And then she called Colleen and she was like, there's a fashion consultant here. And she threw away my Crocs. And they laughed for about 30 minutes. They thought that was the funniest thing ever. But in the end, she knew it was the right move. Well, to say that, first of all, I said they were my Crocs proudly. Yeah. (laughs) Second of all, that was the only time I only kind of trusted you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and she's like tell me why i don't understand it's if i walk the dog if i do this i said let me tell you why chic people do not wear crocs and you are chic now okay you are chic you're fancy you're high maintenance and now you're bougie you're welcome by the way (laughs) and so and it was the same thing nikki didn't have any crocs but she did have a little bit of camo which i was highly opposed (laughs) to and she's like but I wear it and Nikki and they do have a family horse. So I, we demoted that to her barn clothes. So, and, and, and I got to meet the horse and it made me so happy. And that was like the icing on the cake, like just to go to the barn and just hug him and squeeze him. <laughs> it made me so happy. Um, I posted a little bit of a video about it, but I would like to give you guys each a chance to say something to someone out there in podcast land who has not done this and give them a little advice or say what you want to say to somebody who might be thinking about doing something like this, whether it's with me or another personal stylist. Sure. I'll go first, uh, Holly. So um, I would tell anyone out there to open themselves up um, to experience this. It truly is life-changing. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's, a lot of work, um, but it is so worth it. I truly feel so different. For me, you know, with, I'm just going to say with the buzzword with Taylor Swift's era tour going on and it just <laughs> being all about, and then, you know, I had to do a Taylor Swift shout out there too. Okay, I'm right on. Loving the craze. Right but on. With her concert and everything going through, it's all the different eras of Taylor. And I talked with Nikki recently about, I mean, I, I, Nikki's just been this so happy and life has just been so great and you played into a factor of that and I looked at certain times in our life and it's you know I'm just set their eras and when you look at clothes and I talk about getting rid of the old to bring in the new it's like you know what Crocs was that was my croc era and that was my sports (laughs) that was my sports bra era and that was my yoga pan era and now I'm in jeans era and chic heels era i don't mm-hmm. know if I'm heels yet but that's a great but these are eras that we go through and we've got to let go of the old and it's so cliche to say it we truly have to let go of the old trust our experts trust the people that are looking out for us and embrace the new eras 
And, and that's truly what you did for us. You came in and people don't realize how important fashion is because it's your identity. It's mm-hmm. how you carry yourself. It's what you're wearing and the statement you're wearing when you get up in front of people. It's when you're shaking somebody's hand. It you, It's who you are. And a lot of us are comfy. We want to, you know, we don't want to spend money on ourselves, you know, within our budget. But you said, man, take pride, take pride in who you are. And it, it changes how you stand, your posture. Because I have a great bra and I'm feeling better in my clothes. My back isn't hurting as much anymore. <laughs> Love it. But like, yeah, it's truly life-changing. And I appreciate you taking us into being part of our journey into a new era of, of who we are in our 40s. And uh, what the person we're meant to be, ourselves as individuals. So I appreciate what you've done for us with that. And that, you guys, it only took 72 hours. <laughs> I know. I squished you guys in. Usually it takes a little bit longer. But here's the ass kicker. I'm not done with y'all, okay? This is just the beginning. So if I knock on your door tomorrow, don't be shocked, okay? Because <laughs> y'all are only going higher. And I tell you, never, it's, I work with people all the time, but you guys were so happy. And from the time I walked in and y'all were like, oh, she's really, oh shit. You you, you said that we were going to do this. Was it this weekend? Hold on. Wait a minute. Why is she here? To, I miss her when she's coming back. It's not about me. It's about the process and having really good people underneath you that will push you up. And we even had that friendship talk over dinner. You're like, uh, we might need to be shopping around a little bit. And yeah. I think everybody goes through that. And, you know, myself included, like, who are the people in your life that are really serving you that w- are your number one cheerleader? I mean, who are those people? And if you have one person, you're lucky. But I am the number one only. I am the president of y'all's fan club. I am currently taking applications. Okay. And I am so proud of you guys for really standing up for each other. Number one. And number two, like even when we went to Target, we got, I made them get a new laundry hamper. It was, believe me, they got new bedspread. Oh, I was all over them. And then as soon as we said, Hey, Nikki and I are going to do the bed. Monica goes, okay, then great. I'm going to go do the dishes. Like they're such a good team. And it was really nice to see how you guys work in conjunction to make your family run smoother. (laughs) And we're going to make it run effortlessly. And anyone out there with kids, the struggle is fucking real. I get it. I get it. But when you've got the systems in place, or at least to start to get to place, the intention is there. What else can you fix? Really? You know, I can add that, like, even when you say, like, with the kids and putting them first, like, I can tell you the kids are fine. You wouldn't have to work on their closets too much. They're in Under Armour and Nike, and mm-hmm. <laughs> they're always in their name brand. But, man, if Walmart or Target or something has a two sweatshirts for 20 bucks for sale, you can't <laughs> leave them jumping on that. <laughs> and, and look, your kids are young. I will say this to anybody with little kids. They're still getting dirty, Okay. They're still getting dirty. And mm-hmm. it's just the practice of putting our clothes away. I did leave out the sock box, okay? Because they had a, p- a pile of socks in a cardboard box. And I said, what do your children do when they need a pair of socks? Oh, they just come to the sock box. Bitch, no. Okay, <laughs> girl, no. The kids deserve 
socks that are clean and put together in the drawer. Holly, in our defense, okay. So, <laughs> the, the, socks, the socks are clean. Of it's course. There, of course. I, I fully believe that in the washer and dryer, somewhere in there, there's a sock monster. Okay. And when you put two socks in, there's only one that comes back. Okay. So when you're putting clothes away, you only find the one sock. You don't know where the other sock is, and you eventually think it's going to come back. So I just put it in a box, and then we play like matchmaker when the socks <laughs> then come back. It's just, we didn't get to the matchmaker game. <laughs> Monica was pissed off. I took that box and I dumped it on the bed and I said, get Monica up here. And she comes here. She's like, what are we doing? And I said, y'all are putting the socks together. I sat there and I just went like this. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And they were fighting and they were like, where's the other one? Well, I don't know. Where's the other one? Well, that's not mine. I mean, it was like two teen. It was like they were sisters. It was hilarious. Then once they were done in it, in the, Funny part was it took five minutes. That yeah. was the funny part. It really <laughs> took about five to 10 minutes to go through all those socks and they're never going to go back there again. But we could talk forever. We are out of time. And I am so grateful to you guys. I am so grateful for your friendship, for your trust, for everything that you guys have done to help me really know that this is the right path that I need to be on because I know there's a lot more Monica and Nikki's out there. And I'll find you. Oh, yes. I will find you. I love you guys so much. Will you guys come back? Yeah, absolutely. The, the door is open here in the Chicagoland area. <laughs> no, I want you to come back on the podcast. That's what I want oh, you to yes, do. of course. Once I've gotten Monica some new clothes, I'm going to let y'all sit for a couple months. That's when the real magic happens is when I leave. And then I'm going to have you guys back on the podcast to talk about that, okay? <laughs> yeah, thanks. I love Sally. you guys so much. Thank you so much. This has been Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. And as always, the only Holly you need to know, please make sure you send me a DM. You email me, Holly at Fashion Crowds Podcast or Holly at Holly Cates Styling. I want to give a couple of shout outs this week to Vicki, Kathy, Stacy, Kira, and Andrea. Thank you guys so much for writing in. And with all the turmoil and depressing things that are going on overseas, I want to say that we are proudly, proudly standing with Israel. And I hope that you feel the same. Please let me know in the comments. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with all things fabulous when we turn 50. I cannot believe that this is happening to me, but it's happening. Y'all have a fabulous, fashionable week. Bye.